Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Wild Voices Project podcast with me, Matt Williams. And for this rather special episode, I'm going to do little more than hand you over to our occasional roving reporter, Kate Snowden from Kate on Conservation. And a big thanks to Kate for bringing us another amazing episode of the podcast. All I'm going to say first is that the Wild Voices Project podcast tells the stories of the people saving nature. You can find us online at www.wildvoicesproject.org and at wildvoicesproj on Twitter. And you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Now, without any further ado, over to Kate. Conservation. I'm delighted to bring to you today's episode of Wild Voices Project, featuring Aidan Gallagher. Aidan Gallagher is not only a world-renowned actor and singer, he is also a UN Environment Goodwill Ambassador. He was one of the youngest ever UN Goodwill Ambassadors to be named at age 14. I was fortunate enough to meet Aidan back in 2018 for the Illegal Wildlife Trade Conference, which took place in London. The Illegal Wildlife Trade Conference is an opportunity to bring together world leaders, change makers, politicians, members of the royal family, and key players from across the board looking to see an end to the illegal wildlife trade. And that include, includes the trafficking and poaching of wildlife and plants. Aidan was host of the event, and I was invited by the UK Foreign Office to speak to him on behalf of National Geographic Kids magazine. What you're about to hear is an extract from that interview which has never before been heard. It's not been published or broadcast. It's not been available in print or online. So I hope you enjoy the opportunity to hear this chat with Aidan through Wild Voices Project. Great. So, yes, congratulations on being the youngest UN Goodwill Ambassador. Thank Quite you. an achievement. Um, could you explain what this role sort of entails for you? What do you have to do if you're a UN Goodwill Ambassador? Well, as uh, someone of youth, um, someone of the UN, I try and spread environmental messages and educate people, whether that be through social media or speaking events. Great. And um, obviously you've done a perfect example of that today, being here at the Illegal Wildlife Trade Conference. Um, do you think that obviously training as an actor and, and doing what you do aside from um, being a Goodwill Ambassador, do you think that's had a, a positive impact on you being able to do this successfully? Do you think that's helped? Well, it started off with me learning new information and the acting side of things gave me an audience to share all this information that I was getting. I had uh, everything that I was learning a perfect platform to tell other people about it. Not only does that help with an audience, but it also helps for being comfortable on speaking events. Great. And, um, I mean, you, you obviously say that you learned things that you wanted to talk about. What sort of things was it that you were learning about that, that you wanted to talk about? Obviously, wildlife. Was there anything in particular that sort of um, spoke to you? Well, it started off with a love of the oceans. Yeah. I grew up as a surfer 
Los Angeles. And I found out... Well, as a surfer, you're very conscious of keeping your seas clean. So the more I started to Google about this, I started getting into supporting, protecting these oceans and waters. And then I got into things like climate change, things like wildlife. And eventually, the UN reached out. The UN is such a giant voice that to be able to share a message through them is perfect because they have such a large reach. What drew you to be interested in the ocean and want to be a surfer in the first place? Was it was it the ocean intrinsically that, that sort of you wanted to get out there exploring? I've always had a love of the ocean. Yeah. And with that comes uh, a need to protect it. With that comes caring about it. Yeah. I mean, is there any particular species that, that you are, are most drawn to? Is that an ocean species or a land species? Is there something that you particularly Well, I've always loved about? whales. I've always loved dolphins. And uh, one of the great joys being a surfer is occasionally you get to experience them in their natural habitat. Mm-hmm. So that's a great way to connect with the ocean and nature. Do you have a particular, particular memory of encountering a dolphin or a whale? Yeah, it was, uh, we were surfing in, I think it was sunset, and it was just beautiful, very nice and calm day. Not that much surf, but just a beautiful landscape to be in. And we saw these uh, dolphins pop up just over the white caps. It was beautiful. Amazing. So when you're right there, when you're connecting that closely to nature, it's super easy to feel a need to protect it and make sure that it's not disturbed. Because I'm a surfer, I'm right there in the waves. If pollution is being into our ocean, I'm seeing the trash right there beneath my feet. So you want to make sure that nothing's being interfered with. And you probably get a sense of it being, it's, it's their world that you're stepping into as a surfer, yeah. isn't it? So you're going into their environment. So I can imagine that. Well, if the youth are going to inherit this world, we should make sure it's one we want to inherit. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why uh, it really matters that you get involved in this. Great. And um, why do you think it's important that we teach young people about the illegal wildlife trade specifically? I mean, obviously we've just talked about sort of how the world around can inspire, but is there a reason why you think, like today, why is why is it so important to spread this message of, of what's going on here? On a subconscious level, I think everybody has a love for animals, but most people don't know just how big uh, the illegal wildlife uh, trade has gotten, how much poaching is actually going on. So if we want to be able to tell our children about it and be able to experience it throughout the majority of our lifetime, not just hear about it you know, in stories as we're growing up, but actually one day be able to see them, then we need to take action. Absolutely. And do you personally, uh, obviously you know, this is almost a call to action today, but do you personally have a message that you want to share? I say start with one thing. Uh-huh. Obviously in the National Geographic, the photo of him being worked on race extinction, which was the slogan of that, was start with one thing. And so it's yes. something that, that resonates I think, a lot with National Geographic. And actually, I used to work at Discovery when came out. For so sure. it just that's how that's one yeah. of the reasons I got so 
heavily involved with this as we started watching environmental documentaries and racing extinction. For me, was huge, very inspiring. Just opened your eyes because there's so much stuff that they don't uh, that's not common knowledge. Yeah, just kind of great yeah. to hear because, like I say, when we worked on, I worked at Discovery, we worked putting that out into schools, and it's really nice to hear that that's one of the things that's inspired the target audience For to, sure. to, to want to do something. And I think definitely today, documentaries and, and films that, that focus on wildlife make a huge difference, aren't they? Um, so, obviously, a lot of what's being spoken about today is, is to do with. Uh, combating and finding solutions for the wildlife trade. But sort of how does it make you personally feel um, that animals are being killed to, to make money for criminals? And this is something that's going on. There is no reason to take uh, the life of, to take an animal's life for a trophy. Mm. And it's happening at such a large scale that some of these species are near extinction. So, it's definitely a crisis that's happening in our lifetime. It's something we need to work hard to combat. Do you, do you sort of do you feel proud to be involved in, in the sort of fight against that, or or is it something that, that sometimes does it feel like it's too much? Or do you still feel hopeful? I mean, I think that's the really important thing that that we hope. National Geographic to, to spread is that that you don't have to feel like that. But but from your perspective, do do you feel well, overwhelmed I, sometimes, or, or what what would you say to maybe young people who do? I think kids can easily get overwhelmed mm-hmm. by all this information, yeah. and when you simplify it down so that you can understand it can understand how it affects yourself and what you can do about it, it really is an extremely inspiring and motivating message. So it gives me great pride to say that I've been able to tell more people about this and make a difference. So for kids out there who are trying to make a difference, we can't vote. So I say for kids out there who are trying to make a difference. Bring this to your families. Tell your parents about this. If you can, share it on social media. The more people who know about this, the greater uh, the change will be. Absolutely. I mean, I think social media is... It's a group effort that makes great change. Of course. I mean, I think social media is such an amazing platform today as well. For sure. That obviously wasn't there before, and I think that enables children and young people, or anyone from any age... To, to feel like they have a voice somewhere where they can speak up. I think that's a very empowering thing. Fair. To have this, this, I mean, it's somewhat scary, but you know, because it's, you have a voice that can go out there to say Well, with the touch of a button, you can inspire yeah. change. And that's incredible. So it's a very useful tool. Absolutely. One of the easiest ways to create change in any topic is through social media. Mm. Tell people about it. Within your group of friends, within your social circle of your family, people you know, spread this message. If you can, a great tool for this is online. So use social media to combat uh, <coughs> issues that, that you feel passionate about. One of the most surprising things that I found out about 
was how much the animal agriculture business has to do with climate change. More than half of climate change is caused by the animal agriculture business. So a very easy way to affect change is through your diet. So start with one thing. Try meatless Mondays, where one day a week you just eat pasta. And by doing that, you're already creating this huge amount of change. Because think about how much is going into that. They have to clear a space, so they're cutting down trees, which is limiting our oxygen. They have to give water, so that takes up time throughout their lifetime. You have to grow all these crops to feed those animals, which uh, their population is higher than it would generally be. It's not like we're, you know, taking food away from animals. It's it's raised to, to feed us. If you actually stopped uh, animal agriculture, you could solve world hunger. So there's so much that goes into your diet that by simply switching to eat something different that day, you're doing more than you could ever imagine. When you make it simple for yourself, when you define your expectations, you have a goal that's achievable. And imagine how much change, how much that fights uh, climate change, because even after you have stopped uh, driving cars, maybe you're carpooling, maybe you're taking the bus or you're riding your bike, even after you've done all of that, you're still contributing to more than half of climate change. So your diet has a huge impact, and that's one of the best ways to fight climate change. Absolutely. I mean, have you witnessed any impacts of climate change? I mean, obviously you've, you must have sort of traveled to different places and doing what you do. Have you ever sort of seen well, the thing about, an impact? The thing about climate change is it's global. So it happens everywhere around the world. If you look at the stats, the temperatures are rising. I always do my best to point this out. It's called climate change. So some places it gets warmer, some places it might get colder. It's an imbalance, and that can create a lot of problems. And of course, we have rising temperatures in our oceans, which uh, makes it a lot harder for the species that are within it to live. The oceans produce most of our oxygen, so anywhere you go in the world, you can find the effects of climate change. If you want to connect more with the world and nature, all you have to do is go outside. I mean, I developed my love for nature in my backyard, looking up through the trees and just loving that connection and that sort of, that sort of fresh air. So for me, it's always been something that I've connected with, that I've cared about. And the difference for me is I just know more of the information. I've found out more of this information than I've actually had a way to communicate it. So I'm a regular kid. I just have this different background, though everybody cares about it at a young age, but you start to lose it as you get older and more things come into your life. Do you still have a chance to go and just have fun? And what do you do in those kind of well, you know, I'm, you're not? I'm still doing the laundry, taking out the trash, doing the dishes. <laughs> I'm a regular person, essentially, but I've been put in a scenario where something that I might not necessarily understand, like climate change, I've been given that information. I understand how it works, how much of an impact people actually have on it. And with that, with the situation that I've had, I've been able, 
lucky enough to share some of that knowledge yeah. and be able to express ways that you can solve it. So anybody can make a difference. You don't have to be an actor to be heard. There's so much that people don't realize they have an impact on, but little things. Like for instance, by 2050, there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish. And a lot of this is single-use plastic, like plastic utensils. So, uh, for example, a very easy change you can make is just bringing metal utensils in your lunchbox. So that way, you're not contributing to all of that plastic going into our oceans. Because you get only so much can be recycled, and eventually a lot of it makes it into our ocean. So by just using reusable and sustainable uh, solutions, you have a huge impact. If nothing else, the commitments made at this conference give me uh, great hope for our future. Great. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for thank you for having me. Yeah. You know, you are doing some incredible things. And thank you. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation and you can find more of them at wildvoicesproject.org on Twitter at wildvoicesproj or by subscribing to the podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks very much and until next time.